Thrill Me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Hey, Sean, you were young once, like 17? Yeah, at, at one point, yeah. And you're like in your 30s now? Allegedly. Allegedly, I'm an adult now. Interesting. Did you have problems when you were growing up? I, to this day, my friend, they never stop. Oh, so you still have problems now as a grown-up? Oh, all the time. Well, that's good, Sean, because this is the podcast for you, where we talk about those kinds of things, yeah. from growing up to being an adult. Yeah, and everything in between. This is the podcast for everyone about anything. It's like an everything bagel, but oh. in podcasting. Exactly. And you can find us all over the place. You sure can. Instagram and Facebook, Guess This Is Growing Up Pod, or you can send us an email at Guess This Is Growing Up Pod at gmail.com. And on today's episode, we've got a whole amalgam of things to talk about here. Uh, hey, if you ever wanted to be taller, apparently that's a thing now. Um, I don't know how to say this, but you just, you won't be able to get a butt shake anymore. And I'm about to ruin summer vacation. That was a big word that you used, so I'm here for it. Uh, so we're going to hit you in the face today <laughs> with a high energy pop anthem from Manic Drive. Hit it, Sean. trying to catch up there for a second oh, yeah well you know i mean uh we just have been recording so much today so much all so, of this for the people for the people aren't you do. aren't you glad that you're here thanks for being here thanks for uh hanging out and stuff last week having kate on was was awesome very informative that is the most informative episode that you will ever get from us until she comes back I was going to say, until she comes back, we talked to her a little off air about maybe having her back to look at some uh, um, some old, like, uh, maybe unsolved cases, uh, uh, serial killer type stuff. You know, anything that a true crime nut would enjoy, which so, we do. So. Yeah, so if you enjoyed that, by all means, please let us know by any of the ways that you can get in contact with us. You know the ways. Email, Gmail. Just look at the show notes. You, yeah. you make it easy for you. I make yeah. it easy for you. So, and in Let us know that, if you liked that. If it, let us know what you thought of it, and if you've got questions for Kate when she comes back, go ahead and send them on in to us. And uh, hey, maybe you have a suggestion for something you'd like us to take a look at with Kate. Whatever it is, send it on in to us. You know, we yeah, we encourage us. you guys to be a part of the show. Yeah, and we're yeah. so. I mean, we know that you guys listen. I we see the analytics. We yeah. see you listening. So you know, just uh, say hey, what's up. Say hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Uh, I, I want to talk about um, you know this killing from 1976. Cool, yeah, we're nothing, into it. Nothing weird. Uh, so I mean, by it could the way, be weird, whatever. <laughs> that's Joe. I'm that's Sean. Yep. And in case you aren't aware, we're both relatively tall individuals. Yep. Thankfully, I'm a uh, six foot four. Allegedly, I think I'm shrinking a little bit, but I'm not that. I'm still six. I'm at least six three. I don't know, buddy. I see you. I see you pretty frequently. You still look. You know, we're still about the same height. No, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely am. I'm just saying. I feel like you know we've talked about this in the recent past, where uh, apparently I am old now, or I'm getting there anyway. And I feel like I'm shrinking a little bit. My my uh, my spine is a little bit compressed. But uh, well, we're that's a real bummer. It out. I don't think that's supposed to start happening until like your sixties. <laughs> Uh, well, I think all the years of wrestling, pro wrestling. Uh, you know, taking, you got dropped taking, on your head a lot. Taking its toll after all these years away from it. Yeah, almost, that's a good call. I almost feel worse sometimes after not bumping, falling down on purpose all the time. 
Yeah, it's weird how that is. It's like, and this just goes for any kind of, I think, physical activity you're used to doing. Uh, after a while, not doing it, you kind of, your body, it's, it's, it's like you conditioned yourself to do that thing. And so no, when you're not doing it anymore, your body's not ready for it. Yeah. So I think I'm going to have uh, one of you dudes throw me off of my balcony on my loft and I'll uh, do a little flip bump and I think I'll be Deal. okay. Deal. We got you back, buddy. Yep. But we'll, uh, I, we'll put that on. We'll put that on the uh, on the Patreon. Throw me podcast now. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great idea. Um, so I brought up our height for a reason because NBC News had a, a whole thing where they followed this guy who got. Well, he wanted to be taller, Joe. Did he, he get was, uh, calf implants? He's he was born fire. He's born and grew to about five foot seven. Okay. Uh, his name was Alex. And Alex was not happy with his height. He said he got made fun of it over it uh, and made fun of for it. And he he said it was ridiculous because it's literally something he he couldn't control. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you can't you can't control that. You can't exactly. You're short. So last January he got a leg lengthening operation. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah, it increased, but he went from five seven to now five ten. <laughs> oh wow, good for I you. Mean, but that but that takes You're still average of- height. But 5'7's below average, so now my man sits at an average height. He's with the okay. majority of dudes he'll run into. Okay. You know? yeah, so right. if it really bothered him mentally being made fun of for that, this hopefully will help that for him. I don't know I... this sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's like, uh, I mean, obviously I'm always uh, chirping as well, but I've, I, I saw this on the social medias recently as like, uh, same idea, like uh, these shoes essentially made for uh, short kings to add, you know, five to six inches to their height. Like uh, they, they're interviewing these dudes on the street, like, oh, it's all your little five, seven. We'll put on these shoes, bro. And yeah. they put on the shoes and like, oh, look, now you're five foot ten. Like, oh, my gosh, uh, this is so great. I'm going to buy like 18 pairs of these. And I just laugh because I'm like, <laughs> uh Oh, short Kings. Never had, had yeah. that. never have I ever had that problem. Never have I ever. And I understand that everybody has their own things about themselves. They're not happy with. We all do. It's it, whether it be our height or our looks or our weight, or there's so many things. It could be a, more of a mental issue or whatever, but it, look, we all have these things and I'm not going to judge the guy for getting the surgery any more than I'm going to judge somebody else for getting big old fake boobs. Uh, if it's your money and it makes you happy and it doesn't hurt anybody else, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, at the end of the day, do you? I'm still gonna, yeah, I'm still gonna chirp you for wearing uh, shoes that make you taller and uh, getting a leg length, leg lengthening I, surgery. I'll say this: at least this guy, this dude, at least spent the money and is legitimately that height now. That's those true. guys. Those guys in the shoes are not that height. I mean, you you take off the shoes and all of a sudden it's a surprise. Like oh, I'm actually really short. Yeah, but. Uh, and he said his goal was never to be tall. He just wanted to get to a point where nobody made fun of his height anymore. Now, this is an intense and expensive process, okay? Well, it took, was, about, took it probably, about five years overall. I was going to say, it probably, yeah, it took, took a little while because they have to essentially break the bone, add in, uh, I don't know, some type of stilt, sort of, right? And click it to whatever, a couple inches, let that heal, go back in, probably break the bone again, make it a little bit longer right in my, in my no, so here's, here's how it goes you, you you started on the raw on the right track and you got off so it involves cutting open the legs breaking the bones right in oh, each leg <laughs> and inserting rods inside them God. then over the next three to four months the rods are lengthened lengthened by up to one millimeter per day via yeah. an external remote control Woof. through 
little bits and pieces, new bone grows over the rods. Uh, yep. Okay. Physical therapy is required for four months following a surgery. Alex went four to five times per week and used a walker. Uh, he regained mobility, switched to a cane, yada, yada, yada. The final step of the process is then removing the rods. Oh, no. Because you got to take them back out. Yeah. You got to take them back. So you got to break the legs again. Now, this is generally not covered on your insurance. So you're, he spent about $100,000 of his money. I mean, if that's what you really want, then, I mean, do you, man. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, they said that these are becoming much more common these days. And they said that they have guys in their 60s coming to them about getting these surgeries, too. So it's not just the really? young guys. Yeah. I mean, at that point. I think, well, we've spoken before about this before, dude. Men and their mental health. There's some. There, there's there's a lot there that to unpack, and I think some of it, especially for that. Again, this doesn't apply to you or I, but a lot of short kings out there probably tired of being made to feel less than simply because they're a short dude. I mean, there's women just, who won't date them simply because they're not two inches taller. I mean, yeah, but you I know? think I think it's just a, a con- like get your confidence up, man. I mean, I guess it's easy for me to say, but right. um, when you look like you, of course, you jerk. I mean, I wasn't saying it like that. I'm just saying in general, like you know, I've listen, listen. <laughs> I've had I've had my confidence issues in the past too, but then I uh, owned it of who I am, and uh, you know this uh, this this vessel that I'm in. Like I'm just can own it now so now you know i don't know i guess it's easy for me to say though to just get confidence in yourself but yeah. um i mean that's i don't the, know that's 100, the simple boil it down solution a hundred thousand dollars man and okay so my 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 whole thing with that is like okay so is that now you're going to be happier now you're going to have more confidence because you're taller or is it something else deep inside of you that you got to unpack and you could have saved yourself a hundred thousand you could have spent a hundred thousand dollars on therapy and maybe uh have a better outcome you well, never know i, I mean well and we don't know if this dude was spending money on therapy we're not sure that's um true. That's you true. know we never really maybe this will make him happy now uh i hope so maybe it won't but i like you i'm, I'm with you he spent all that money he went through the pain and everything oh my gosh. so i i really i really hope um that he feels that way alex uh said that he felt and i mean this is the point he was at he said he felt so distressed by his height before the surgery that there were times he was walking around his neighborhood and he would just end up somewhere and just start crying. Shit. Um, and then, oh, you know what? And here you go. It's in the article. He went to therapy regarding uh, his body image issues. Okay. Well, at least, he, at least he tried. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. And he says, even references to short kings, a term used in modern dating for men of short stature, who are confident and attractive but might otherwise be overlooked due to their height. He said, even that term is mocking and backhanded. Because hmm. you're still making a point of pointing out that they're short. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, chirping. He's like, they, nobody calls you tall kings. They just I wish talk, they would. talk to you. Yeah, well, I, I mean, would. yeah, but being tall isn't necessarily the problem. So I kind of get it. Now that I know that, I'm like, oh, well, now maybe I won't use that term. You can be know. a tall I, I dick, though. You know what I mean? I mean, I, well, you know. You <laughs> dick. You know? Uh, look, again, the surgery is not covered by insurance. So that's a lot of money to spend out of pocket. Um, and he probably didn't get any coverage for uh, his uh because you know he had to take like pain meds and stuff and like and, and antibiotics right well maybe so, he uh none of yeah. that was covered i'm sure probably not uh and hopefully he's got to work at home from work from home job you know yeah very yeah but i bring up that because joe it's the end of a dynasty oh no what dynasty after, after 71 years southern indiana's best known pharmacy is closing 
Oh, you, well, that's you may, be, uh, you may be unaware of this, Joe, but I'm going to play their commercial for you in its entirety. Oh, boy. There's a cry across the heartland, a yearning for the days gone by. And in little old Corden, Indiana, they're happy and they'll tell you why. They got butt drugs. They love butt drugs. Butt drugs. Butt drugs. I recommend butt drugs for everybody. I can always count on butt drugs. When I think drugs, I think butt drugs. For all my health needs, I turn to butt drugs. You want hometown service and cheap hot coffee and liquor. Now that's the ticket. You can tell Walmart, CVS, and Walgreens exactly where to stick it. Butt drugs. We love butt drugs. Butt drugs won't let you down. Free parking in the rear. I love butt drugs. <laughs> okay. The name of the place is Butt Drugs. That's a legit uh, name of the name of the place. Legitimate name of the place. B-U-T-T space D-R-U-G-S. Uh, in Corbin, wow. Indiana. Okay. After 71 years, a third generation business, family owned all that time. Oh my gosh. By the butt family. By the butt, by the butt or the butts? The uh, well, it was started by a butt, William Butt, who was a pharmacist in 1952. Okay. Um, he he, uh, he started Butt Drugs, and it stayed in the family all this time, which is admirable. Um, I mean, how could they not? They leaned into the advertising. I think you have uh, to. You have to, or then you become the joke that you don't like. Um, because they had uh, I love Butt Drugs shirts and bumper stickers. They you heard them reference their liquor section in in there because they can do that in, in the Indiana. rear. Uh, yeah, it, by the way, it was called Butt Liquor. Yeah, it was. Of course it was. Course this whole was. place was named by an eight-year-old. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like you have to uh, you have to lean into it. Otherwise, you know, somebody else is going to chirp you, so you might as well chirp yourself. Yeah, you know? they're having to close down, unfortunately, just because of issues with insurance companies and payments and getting reimbursed and everything. So <laughs> The insurance companies probably don't want to uh, send money to uh, the uh, – what is this, butt drugs? We're not, we're not paying for this. Well, they said that, uh, in, unfortunately, insurance companies continue to reimburse less and less. This just changes in policies. Uh, uh, and it says more and more prescriptions are filled where we are reimbursed less than what we pay for the medications for the wholesaler. Oh, so wow. they said more than 50% of all prescriptions go out the door at a loss. And this has been a trend in pharmacy that has exacerbated over the last five years, unfortunately. So they can't keep their doors open, which is a real bummer. You and I will never know the joy of going to Indiana and getting a butt shake. Yeah, because what is, they they were famous for their butt shakes. Oh, like okay, um, yeah, I do love a good milkshake. So I could have done. I, I would no, loved, Joe, a I, butt shake. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I love milkshakes, so I could have definitely. I would have definitely loved a butt shake. <laughs> you would have loved it, Joe. Who doesn't? Uh, love they a had butt flavors shake? like chocolate, vanilla, and butterscotch. Butterscotch, of course, because they had to, right? How could they not? I mean, yeah, uh, why wouldn't you, you know? Yeah. So, unfortunately, some people will go without their medications, at least from butt drugs. They'll have to get them somewhere else. Or, uh, you know, if you don't get your medications, uh, that could be a bad thing for you. That could um, definitely be a bad thing. I mean, you can always just go to the Walgreens or CVS. Well, hey, but in the song, it says you can tell the Walgreens and the CVS right where to stick it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And regardless my, of... You took away my butt drugs. <laughs> regardless of where you go... 
uh, for your medications this summer. Um, I, you know, this is a good question, Joe. I don't know if the answer to this. Have you ever been to a national park? Uh, oh, good question. Uh, I don't think that I've been to an, well, yeah, yeah. I've been to a national park. First landing is a national park, isn't it? State park. Just kidding. I was going to say, I think it's a, I think it's a state park. State yeah. park. Just kidding. No, I've never been to a national park. Okay. Fair enough. I don't know that I have either. I'm trying to think to myself, like, like, what are the, what are the national parks near us? You know what I mean? Like that I maybe would have had a chance of going to. Um, yeah, I will I say that I still want to go to, uh, I still want to go to um, the one out in California to see the Redwoods. Oh yeah, for sure. That's a, uh, you mean Yellowstone? Is that what it is? Uh, sure. Yep. <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure. Oh, you know what? I've been to the Blue, I've been to Blue Ridge uh, Parkway, so I guess that counts. Ask me state capitals. I know those, but I are don't. You, are know you really good at those? Park. I'm pretty solid at, at state capitals. Yeah. Um, oh, the, Shen- the Ch- Shenandoah, the Chesapeake Bay. The Chesapeake Bay is a part of the uh, National Park Service. Oh, was it really? Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, you and I have probably been to a few. What about uh, Shenandoah? Is that is that national? That state. That's national. National Park Shenandoah. Okay, I've been there. In the Blue Ridge Mountains, I've been there too. So all I've right, ca- make, I've, I've so you know what? there. Look at you and me going places we didn't even know. Look at that. Look at us. Yeah. We're so we're we're so cool. Anyways, um, I only bring this up because if you're planning any trips for this summer, maybe this will make you rethink it. The most deadly <laughs> national Uh-oh. parks in the country. Oh boy, don't go the, don't go to these places. <laughs> if you had to guess what the most, we'll say identifiable because the 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 most common cause of death in national parks is undetermined but the most common identifiable cause of death in a national park what do you think it is in a national uh cause of death probably falling that's a good one it's it's definitely one of the more common ones uh there have been since 2000 from 2014 to 2021 they did a a look at all the statistics from deaths in parks and there were um i think over 2,000 deaths uh in national parks in that time frame yeah okay so falling came in at 206 deaths okay so pretty pretty substantial yeah i'd say the most like i said the most common was labeled as undetermined but the most common identifiable one was motor vehicle crashes really because we still drive like a-holes no matter where we oh that's true good point yep yep because people just can't be trusted to drive uh, the most uh, the most dangerous national park was Lake Mead National Recreation Area, which I can't tell you. I even know where that is. Michigan is 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 that in Michigan? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Oh well, what the hell? No, it's in Boulder City, Nevada. That's what I said. Yeah, you. That's 100 percent what you said. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, the most deaths there uh, were. They had total deaths 145 in that time frame, and 47 of them were drowning. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely believe the motor vehicle accident because, you know, I think about going down to the Narrows. I don't know if you've ever been down to the Narrows on 67th, uh, 61st Street, uh, but it's very narrow and motherfuckers be driving fast. <laughs> is that an official description? Yes. No, it is. Uh, <laughs> I, I would never ride my bike or run down there because... It's so windy and people mm-hmm. be zipping through there. Like, bro, I almost hit somebody once because I wasn't even, I was going 20 miles an hour and it just winds so much. Yeah. And this person on a bike came zipping through. Like they were, they were I getting ready for a tour to France, tour to France. And I was like, bro, I almost hit you, man. Um, 
Yeah, anyway. I'm sit you, bro. I'm uh, sit you, yeah, bro. A- after that, number two was the Grand Canyon National Park. Arizona. And that one, the Grand Canyon National Park had uh, the majority of their deaths are medical related. Uh, apparently, a lot of that is due to people, you know, hiking the Grand Canyon and whatnot. And they really underestimate how hot they're going to be. Yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta hydrate for that. Yeah, well, apparently people don't, and they die. Well, <laughs> so that's their own they, problem. Their official warning: stay hydrated, rest in the shade, and hike during the cooler parts of the day. Which you know sounds fine, but you know when you're trying to make time, that's not always an option. And the more you know. That's right. The safest parks, by the way, are also not near here. So we're kind of in the middle of the road for our parks. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot of, uh, how you say, lands around here that are exploring worthy. Yeah. Well, I mean, Blue Ridge Mountains and all sorts of stuff like that. I mean, there's, there's, there's Shenandoah Valley. There's stuff. I meant but... specifically to the Hampton Roads area. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, not yeah, really yeah. a lot of uh woodsy foresty uh parky places to go exploring yeah but if i could make one suggestion to everybody who's going to go out this year um i'm sick to death of seeing stories in the news about people who go out to these national parks and they decide they're going to pick up a baby bison or something and stick it in their truck yeah leave leave the wildlife alone bro yeah they had um they they had one a while back. I remember where that happened. And what happened? It was like they find the family, but it's worse than that because the bison could never be reunited with its family and they euthanized it. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. So, again, in addition to driving like a holes, leave the animals alone, please. Leave them alone. There's leave your public alone. service announcement from, I guess this is growing up. Welcome leave to the our freaking TED animals talk. alone. Welcome yeah, to our TED there's talk. our TED talk. 22 minutes long. We got to the point. We're done. <sighs> that's w- way longer than the one that I gave at the beginning. You're right. You know what? You had a really recording. short, what, 20 second? Yeah, it was probably, it was maybe 30 seconds. Yeah. 20, 30 second TED talk. Yeah, it was good. I don't remember what start, I said, but. We ought to just start calling them J Talks or Joe Talks. There you go. Yeah, J Talks. Start a whole thing. They got to be like 30 seconds or less. I can do that. Yeah. I, Ooh, I, I, can, like rip, this, I can rip out, I can rip out these promos. Yeah, I think that might not be bad. That might be something for the future. Let let Joe know something you'd like him to do a Joe talk on. Yeah. yeah Thirty seconds or less. Slide into our DMs. Let me know what you want me to uh to <laughs> TED talk, Joe talk, J talk about. And uh, yeah. we'll start doing that. Isn't there a there's a thing where you pay celebrities to send you uh cl- uh custom videos uh Cameo. Cameo, there you go. I'm gonna yeah. sign up for Cameo. Yeah, do that. I'm sure the so, people will be lining up. For sure, yeah. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, I, I don't have, I don't have to get uh, leg surgery to be taller. No, it's true. You don't have to get leg. If you want to talk to a, a bona fide tall guy, hundred <laughs> percent, got him right here for you. I don't need the shoes. I don't need surgery. I'm just tall all by myself. I'm so, so proud of you. If you are a short king and you want to get oh, some he advice said it. Oh, about he said uh, it. <laughs> about being about confidence, I got you. Cameo me. I'll let you I'll, <laughs> cameo me. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the uh, the uh, the quality information. I appreciate that. Um, that being said, <laughs> hey Sean, did you know that you technically have two minutes to live, but every time you breathe, it restarts the timer. No, what? Yeah, that's that's facts, dude. 
Didn't you know? Is it really? Did, did, wait, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it's proven by science. Uh, it's really not, but I thought it was... Oh, I was uh, over here looking it up, too. <laughs> got you. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it makes sense that you have two minutes to live, but every time you breathe, it just resets the clock. So To a degree, if, yeah. If you are really calm and you or hold your breath, don't let it go past two minutes because you might, you, might be, uh, you might be out of life. You might be dead. You might not be living your life anymore, Sean. That's true. You might not be. And then you never get to go to any of these deadly national parks. Yeah, or, then what are you going to do? Uh, or get to go to iconic places like butt drugs, which will be open until the 29th, by the way. So we still have time. Of April? Oh, yes, of April. Okay, you got so Five finish. days from now. So when you wait, no, it'll be over. Because uh, yeah. by the time you guys hear this, it uh, will be past then. Sorry, guys. Sorry about it. We uh, tried. I'm sorry. So, listen, you may not be able to go to butt drugs and live your life there, but you could listen to this song today from Manic Drive named Living the Life, Sean. And you can find them on all social medias at Manic Drive. You know the. I'm going to put it all in the show notes. You guys know. I'm yep. going to put it all in the show notes. Um, they just dropped a brand new video for this song on the YouTube, which will also be in the show notes which is also on their link tree, which you can find them everywhere on social media. So I'm going to put that all on the show notes. And what's really cool about Manic Drive is they're releasing, they're releasing these songs as like volumes, right? They've been doing it since 2020. They release, they release essentially, I guess, kind of like an EP, like six songs, right? That's the first volume. And then they release some more and they release more and more and more. So we're just getting nonstop tunes and jams from Manic Drive. So we're here for that because we love music. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna read this. Canadian artists, Manic Drive, made up of brothers Sean and Michael Cavallo, are continuing their musical journey with the series of volumes, like I just said. The saga begins with the first installment on November 20th, 2020, simply titled Volume 1, featuring six new tracks, additional albums, additional volumes will release throughout 2021. And they have done that. You can go through... Again, it's going to be in the show notes. Check out their entire discography. They got a whole lot of jams uh, out there. So after wrapping up two massive tours in 2019, Winter Jam and One Night Music Tour with Colton Dixon, impacting Billboard and media channels, including Dude Perfect, and following their Juno-nominated Into the Wild album, the band has taken advantage of their unexpected downtime and embarked on new studio projects. This upcoming series, created with producer Joel Oh, shoot. Sorry, guys. Joel Brewer, I think, from Thousand Foot Crutch, will continue through 2020 through 2021. Each volume will consist of six new tracks, which is what I said. And Manic Drive will return with their explosive, high-energy, edge-pop anthems with tracks such as Champion and hip-hop rock-fused High Life featuring Mr. Talkbox, who worked with Bruno Mars and Toby Mac. So big names we're throwing out here, guys. Through the, through though, wow, slow down. <laughs> the touring <laughs> life may be on hold for a time. It will not be holding back Manic Drive. They are driven to be constantly launching new material, which is what I said, videos and virtual performances to stay connected to their fan base, AKA Maniacs. They eagerly look forward to returning to the stage and bringing their new music to life. It is living the life. It is Manic Drive. And as a matter of fact, speaking of touring, drum roll pre, please. Yes. Although, wait, do we have a drum roll? I might have a drum roll for you. I should have said. July 7th, 2023, Light the Way 2023 at Faith Family Farm, Ozark. So I'm guessing that's in St. Louis. Ozark, Missouri, right? Sounds about right. Uh, Again, this is all going to be in the show notes. So you guys can find this if you're around the area. 
check these guys out. It looks like a pretty big lineup. Newsboys is going to be there. Uh, who else? Uh, Matthew West, KB. Not sure who that is, but it's going to be an awesome. Uh, seems like maybe it's a little festival gimmick. So it's all going to be in the show notes. Again, this is Manic Drive today. The song is Living the Life. We're going to play it loud. We're going to play it proud. And we're going to play it now. Yeah, I'm living the life. 